This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our good buddies at Squarespace. Turn your great idea into a reality with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easier than ever to launch your passion project, whether you're showcasing your work or selling products of any kind. With beautiful templates and the ability to customize just about anything, you can easily make a beautiful website all by yourself. And if you do get stuck, their award-winning 24-7 customer support is there to help you. Check out squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use the offer code GRACE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com, offer code GRACE, G-R-A-C-E, for 10% off. Hi, Grace Halbeck. How are you? I'm well. Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep. Thank you. This is very exciting. We have lovers, friends, mothers, fathers, <laughs> comedians. Married couple. We have a married couple of comedians that are absolutely goddamn fantastic. I am so pumped about this episode because I have been a, f- a fan of Natasha's for years. Yeah. Like she's one of the funniest comedians alive, yeah, in Nat- my humble opinion. We have Natasha Legero and Moshe Kasher. Lots of shish in yeah. all the names going on today. Yeah, they. it was really cool because I wasn't as familiar with Moshe before I knew they were going to be guests. And mm-hmm. I watched their Netflix special. And man, that special is so unbelievably funny. And it's, I'm a huge fan of them both now. Yeah. And we get to pick their brains about creating the special, about being on tour together, being comedians, being now recent parents, which is just nuts to me and disgusting in so many ways. Yeah. And we talked a little bit about, you know, the, we get into a little bit about whether or not Grace would want to one day. Okay, Jack, ready? Here's a quick, fun exercise. Clear your mind. Okay. Cleared. Ready? And what's the first word that comes to mind when when I say childbirth. Uh, gross. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I mean, if I'm being honest. Here's the good thing. You'll never have to do it. Yes, that's true. Yeah, congratulations. I just stand in like the, the, the room with all the dads with the um Is that the still cigar. a thing? I feel like that's such like an old 50s Mad yeah, Men-esque thing that they all stand there with cigars and stare like at right. the zoo animals that are newborn babies. Right. Finding I, out which one's theirs. I mean, I'm kind of like you. I'm, I don't really have plans to have babies. Not I mean, that I'm opposed to it like, like the great diametrically. Justin, yeah, like the great, you know, um, leader of our generation, Justin Bieber, once said, never say never. <laughs> he so, did say that. That's yeah. true. <laughs> um, it's, I think, the name of his documentary. It is. Which, another recommendation for a great comedy if you guys want to go <laughs> watch it. <laughs> pretty great. Um, but they, and they, I think, uh, Natasha and Moshe have talked about it before, that they also kind of have that same mentality. And then it happened. And if you're in the situation, that's right. It happens. And, you, and right. there you go. Out she came. Sure. So do you think about that more now? I get. I mean, maybe, sort of, but not really. No, you don't feel like the, no. the, like the what they call the ticking biological clock or Ugh, anything like that? No, 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 no. I don't yeah. hear that like Jaws clock. Yeah, but I mean, I do. I'll I'll be totally honest. Like, not to get too deep, but there are <laughs> times. Yep. When I do think, like, I understand. Like, I understand it on a on a certain emotional level. Where it's like, yes, I understand that desire to sort of pass on your DNA or yeah. pass on like lessons that you've learned to a new generation. Because yeah. you know, at some point, I won't be here anymore. And so I understand the pull. But then I just think of like, yeah, but man. Get a dog. Feels like a lot of work. <laughs> get a dog and yeah. then see how, get your motorcycle first. Take yes. care of that thing. Believe me, I'm working on it. And then feel how you go from there. It's, the dog has been a big eye opener that I am in no way ready. I can leave my dog in my house. I've said this before. Her, <laughs> the yard is her toilet. I don't have to change her diapers. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Have you ever changed? I've never changed a diaper. Uh, Yeah, I did. I did when I was growing up. Yeah. Wow. You seem really like you. I wasn't a fan of it. Yeah. I, mean, it wasn't... I, don't, I don't ever want to meet someone that's a fan of changing a diaper <laughs> <laughs> in my whole life. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, it's there's like there's absolutely nothing appealing about that side of it. But, you know, the other thing, too, they always say is, uh, you know, once you actually have the kid, you're you feel differently. You're, you feel differently. See, I think I would love to just like birth out like. A 25-year-old, like, woke oh, adult person. Human. <laughs> yeah. And then I realized, I just need to get more friends. <laughs> I don't need childbirth. I just need to get some more companions Valid. and peers in life. Yeah, um, and I think well, the other promise of having kids is you get to shape and mold that person into the oh, woke the 25-year-old most, you want. But that's the most terrifying thing ever is that they have free will. They can act and do whatever the goddamn fuck they want. Yeah, And that, true. you can't control them like a video game. Yeah, it's true. And as that must get very frustrating. Well, I, let's talk to two people that are dealing with it firsthand. Okay. 
So let's just jump into this interview with Natasha Leggero and Moshe Kasher, two of the most hilariously... I want to say woke, but I feel so stupid saying that word, but like <laughs> hilariously woke people that I've talked to in a very long time. Yeah, it's really great. Hope you guys enjoy. No, not, not too deep. With Grace Heidbeck. Guess what, Grace? I have a guess. Let me hear it. Squarespace is sponsoring this episode of Not Too Deep? Yes. Wow, I'm a genie in a lamp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was easy to predict because they have been our buddies for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Squarespace, for continuing to sponsor our show. Thank you for also making a service that makes it easy to create your own unique and, and wonderful website. Mm-hmm. They- Listen, if you are going to start a business or you want to showcase your work, if you want to publish content, if you want to sell products and more, Squarespace is the tool for you. They've got beautiful templates created by world-class designers and the ability to customize just about anything you'd like with a few clicks. You can easily make a beautiful website all by yourself. And I can attest to this Mm -hmm. because I've done it multiple times using Squarespace. Yes, they have a powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online and analytics that help you grow your site in real time. And everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. There's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. Mm -hmm. And buying domains is simple. You'll get all the help you'll need with their 24-7 award-winning customer support. Now you understand why Squarespace empowers millions of people, from designers to lawyers to artists to gamers, even restaurants and gyms, to turn great ideas into something real. Restaurants and gyms to Jack Ferries. <laughs> Check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you are ready to launch, use the offer code GRACE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com. Offer code GRACE for 10% off. Not, not too deep. This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by our new good buds over at ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. You have multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process. But today, hiring can be easy. You only have to go to one place to get it done, and that is ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace. ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace. ZipRecruiter, listen to this, sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. Those statistics are nuts. And with results like that, it's no wonder that ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in America. And right now, my listeners, you beautiful, beautiful humans, can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace, G-R-A-C-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash Grace. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. I try to do jokes always yeah, with you're, politics. Well, but I looked some through pe- this morning. You curate a very balanced timeline on your Twitter <laughs> that is a healthy mix of like comedy and like uh, conversation. But, but even the politics stuff, I try to make it funny. Like there's a third thing. I think it's actually when people get a little too famous. Mm-hmm. Then they go, oh, I don't need to do jokes anymore. I'll just like scream about, you know. Trump is bad. And it's like, yeah, but. Yeah, because how much, I mean, and we're going to jump into this if that's okay with yeah, you guys. Because um, that's a thing that I deal, not deal with, but something that I think about sometimes is like, you have a platform, right? You have an audience. So like, what's the balance of like, feeling like you need to use this platform for conversations like that versus being like, here, let me just joke about having a child right now. Yeah, well, I guess like the contemporary political climate also has like, swallowed everybody's consciousness whole. Yeah. So I, I honestly think like a lot of people are complaining that comedy's gotten too political and that every comedian thinks they're a political comic now. Sure. Which is true, but I actually think it it gives short shrift to the idea that people people don't even aren't even aware that they're doing political material. They're just we're just so swallowed by the news it's cycle. It's the biggest thing that's happening and you guys have to talk about it. Yeah. It would be weird I guess if you didn't talk about it at all. Whatsoever. Do you not talk about it? I talk about it sometimes but pretty minimally. Only you don't retweet something like Oh, I'll retweet things from people that I know are far more educated about something that I'm not. And so I come at it from a standard that like I am not fully, uh, you know, in the know about everything involving this scenario. I have my moral standards, but what the world uh, provides, I think, just educate yourself as more of the message that I try to do. And also it seems like from what you're saying is you don't feel like you should tell anyone anything. 
Yeah, I mean, form your own opinions. I mean, I just the it's, as cliche as it sounds, it's just like find where your moral compass is, and hopefully, it's on a good side, and then go from there. My moral compass points straight north. Korea. <laughs> it's always North Korea. Wait, so you investigated his Twitter and thought he was political. Did you look at mine? Oh, Do you have any I notes? Is too much self-promotion? No, yours is great. I mean, and that's the question I was going to ask you guys too, because as a couple now, you are individual comedians and then now you've uh, sort of marketed yourself in this couple realm. Do yeah. you... We're is, not even romantically linked, to be honest. Right, I know. This is. The, I just thought it was a good game. Uh, yeah, this is the greatest act of all time. Good luck keeping it up. Our guys. daughter is going to be real upset when yeah. she finds out. Can I just say this is the first Bloody Mary I've ever had that doesn't have ice? Oh yeah, I don't think we have ice here. I didn't. No, even it's think okay. About that. It's very funny. No, but oh, yeah. it's a very funny. You way should to change drink. the name of your podcast to Hot Bloody Mary. It's, uh, it's just called Soup in a Cup. Is what it is. It's really boozy, boozy soup. Yeah, we got gazpacho. We spike our gazpacho. Uh, is there anything that you guys have with each other, safe word style, that you're like, don't tweet that, don't post that, or are you just very encouraging of each That's other? That's why I married Moshe. Is because when we first met, I was like asking him, oh, do you mind if I say that thing that we oh, said? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I never care what you say on stage ever. Oh, anything goes on and stage. And he's always right. reinforced it too. So, you know, That's he just does, he can't get offended. I can get very offended. And I am but constantly But you can still be supportive. <laughs> but, but when it comes to the stage, yeah. uh, I, I think anything... That's we call of, it the stage. Yeah. The, yeah. In well, our, uh, we call stand-up comedy the stage. Have you time traveled from the 1920s <laughs> to be here today? As a person in the arts, when yeah. it comes to the stage... Uh, no, what I, I'm just saying, like, on stage, anything goes, because that's the, that's the sad byproduct of dating a comedian. It's like, it's unfair to know so intimately what the comedian's process is, which sure. is that you're just, like... Strip mining your experiences to create material, and right. then to say to your partner, "Oh, but that—that's a little—that's off limits." But that's what I thought in your special that came out in April. So everyone should go check it out. It's on Netflix. Watch that the yeah. honeymoon stand-up special. Yes, the thing I thought you guys did so well because it's you guys each have your own individual time, and then you bring couples up for like I guess couples counseling in a way, in the loosest <laughs> sense. The loosest. I during the. During the tour, we called it live relationship counseling. Yeah, and it's you guys do a really wonderful job of balancing when someone cuts a little too deeply into someone, oh, yeah. of like the other one being a little bit nicer and right. like making sure that they know that you're not just shitting directly on them. <laughs> my favorite I moment was when you were like, uh, you know, we're not real couples. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which is my question like, how many times? Because you guys toured with this and you had so many couples that you saw through so many states. Like, how many times did it get a little too real? Well, there was one time where that we brought up this guy, or we brought up the woman, and we were all having fun, and then she brought up her husband. Well, and the, was, way, the way it would go is that we would ask each partner, like, what's your pet peeve? What's right. your pet peeve? And it was really mostly a roast session. I mean, it wasn't, you know, really a counseling situation. And then this one woman. Yeah, she was, she was just dropped it on us. Like, he doesn't understand the role of father. And we were like, uh, <laughs> this feels pretty and big. That, oh and then there was just like silence. Because, you know, sometimes it's like she puts too much salt in the rice. I've been yeah, wanting yeah, to yeah. tell her. <laughs> we, uh, there was another one where uh, one of the first ones we did where um, the woman was like, she was really upset that he had gotten her a gift. And, and it was a vibrator. And we oh. were like having so much fun with that you know, the salaciousness yeah. of that. And then it sort of like we unwrapped it a little bit and it was like, oh, really? This was about like their kind of dead sex, sex life. life and like oh, him no. buying it in this way that wasn't like, I, you know, this will be a fun thing. More like, I'm horny. Let's get this vibrator <laughs> buzzing. And we've, that also felt like, oh, that, no. that felt really no, intense. Wasn't there, wasn't there one where the girl was more, Oh, I don't well, know. the one in the special too, where I think he throws his wedding ring on the ground. That was <laughs> I don't want to well. give too much away for people that haven't watched it yet. But I watched that, and I was like, "You guys do a very good job handling it and moving them off the stage as quickly as well, possible." Well, also, anyone who's going to get up on stage, yeah, they, it's not like we're forcing them. Sure. So you know, they hopefully aren't too. They there, understand there what a, they're getting into. There was a emotion. lot of fun ones. There was another one in Miami. I'll never forget. We and for some weird reason, our hotel room, uh, our hotel gave us a bottle of rosé. And That's you sweet. don't like rosé, and I don't drink, and so we brought it to the show. <laughs> like maybe we'll find someone that wants it. Sure. And we were going through the couples, and there was one couple, 
and we look over and one of the things we realize early on is like the more demonstrative and enthusiastic the couple is when we ask <laughs> uh-huh. the kind of worse it, the situation is going to be yeah. oh, no. so when they're just like me 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 you're uh, like it's going to be that's a red flag but this guy did it he was like me me <laughs> me and then we watch him and he might as well have been doing rhythm gymnastics down <laughs> He was, he was 18 years old and she was 18 years old and uh-huh. he was just like, hello. And we were like, uh, hi. And we asked the girl, like, what's your pet peeve? And she's like, well, he's just like a little dramatic. And like when we, he's just such a big Adele fan that and we go, everybody oh, in the audience no. is just like, oh, okay. These are 18 year old high school seniors. Oh, no. And they're both going to New York to go to college. That was like the big yeah. reveal. We were like, oh, you're going to New York to go to college. Oh, I think everything's going to work yeah. out for both. We're gonna, you guys are yeah. going to. New York will figure it <laughs> out for you. Out. Don't worry. And like the whole audience, it was such a funny example because the whole audience is like in on this. I don't, wouldn't even say it was a joke because you had to kind of be gentle. Cause, you, of course. Of course. It's he, not your time to have his it, moment. Exactly. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the right choice to just be like, okay, so he's gay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't know that yet. Yeah. I don't even know if he knows that yeah. yet. So we he were, wasn't ready. Yeah, so we were kind of like gently going like, well, this would be good when you get to New York. You yeah. kind of like explore yourself a little bit. Sure. And, and then in the end, we were like, we do know who the rosé should go to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so perfect. Oh, man. How is it traveling pregnant? I can't imagine doing anything pregnant, let alone trying to tell jokes. I can't jokes. imagine being pregnant. No, and then me either. And children Hello. are not a thing. Yeah. You don't want to have a kid? Uh, they, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say no for sure, but I do know that my instinct is no. <laughs> Mine was too. And sometimes you're like a situational breeder. Right. So if like the situation is right. Right. At some point in your future, maybe you'll decide like. to do it. Yeah. Or not. I mean, that's or a not. legit ch- choice too. If my right. situation were different, I probably... What, what 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 situation? Like if I hadn't met you. Oh, that's nice. Or is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Well, I want to breathe a baby. for a little bit. The um. Okay. But how was it traveling and telling oh. jokes? Pregnant? I mean, because one, you talk about this in the special a little bit. Like just being a female in comedy is nuts and weird and hilariously like terrible sometimes. But then being a female pregnant in comedy must be a new level of weird and well, terrible. It's not like I'm going to open mics. Uh, <laughs> right. Like, like I gotta get up. I gotta get five minutes. You know. Um. But yeah, it was it was fun. You know. Well, I guess it was fun for me especially because, you know, when you're a comedian, you need things to happen to you. So you have something to talk about. Right. And so being pregnant, there's like a lot. A new world. Opens yeah, out. exactly. So it's more fun to write because, yeah, yeah. you know, you're getting new experiences every day. Totally. And also sometimes for me, comedy was like about being uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm in this terrible situation. I live in this awful, you know, I don't Oh, know. you mean early? Yeah. Early, early on. in your career. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk about now. Yeah. You know, it, it was, things were harder. Yeah. You know, so now it's just nice to have things to talk about. But you, it was hard, right? I mean, touring was hard. I mean, physically that feels like very demanding. Um, I imagine touring is difficult when you're not pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. For me, it was fun because I was with Moshe. Okay. And he oh, was you like, should try yeah. touring with me. You'll love it. Okay, great. Yeah, love I mean, it. if I was on the road in eight months pregnant, you know, without my husband, I think that would be really hard. Yeah. The I interesting thing. But he did everything. Did perfect. I? There you go. Well, you like, you know. Helped me. I did what I could, yeah. You lifted a suitcase here and there? Uh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> the, the special, actually, the day that it was taped was the day before the last day the doctor gave us permission to travel. So oh, it was yeah, literally... I was going to ask about that because you talk about, too, like your baby started to learn to hear in the womb. <laughs> right. <during laughs> While we were special. roasting it. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, that was one of the jokes from the special. While we were but just was... both telling it that you didn't want it. Right. <laughs> but it was well, literally true. You get these email updates when you they, if you sign up for these, like, you know, the, what is it called? The 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 bud or whatever weird <laughs> I don't remember pregnancy update thing. Yeah, and yeah. Be like your baby's the size of an endive today. Yeah, your my ba- friend had that. Yeah, that it's like now it's a watermelon. Exactly, yeah. watermelon. Your friend needs yeah, to give she, her stats. Yeah, she, now it's the, the size get, of a small she's calf. Stubborn. That's the one you get <laughs> after your due date. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what comes out. She wants a fall baby. Yeah. Your baby's the size of an adult. <laughs> <laughs> get it out. Uh, but it it will also give you developmental updates and. 
yeah. and it literally was true that like just about like in the in the final stretch of our tour it was like now your baby can hear your voice in the womb and we were all like eh, eh. like <laughs> Natasha's <laughs> opening joke is like hey hold your applause I'm still in the abortion zone I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah no it's but great. I'm still uh, shocked how much I like the baby that's what I was gonna ask now that the baby's out I don't really think I would like it well that's my fear is that you know postpartum and the whole situation of being like oh gosh now I have to oh I don't like taking care of it I just like her there you go that's good she's, like a, she's a peer already yeah, yeah. Like, she's a peer yeah. Yeah. she's very verbal I mean I'm excited for her to like <laughs> stop acting like a baby <laughs> you see her potential yeah. and you support it and I, it makes me happy yeah women supporting women yeah. but that's also when be. I was pregnant I didn't know she would be cool I was like what she could be like a monster or like Right. Dumb. Do I don't you, know. Uh, yeah. We I mean, don't know she's not dumb. <laughs> we can't know she that. She doesn't yet. seem dumb. She doesn't seem dumb, but she's a baby. Yeah. She do seems you guys like what? she's not dumb? That's knock on wood. I mean, <laughs> that sounds very hopeful. Uh, do you guys see or worry about like what's the worst personality trait that she could pick up in your opinion? Oh, murderer. Cool. That's yeah. not a personality yeah. trait. No, but I That's will a say. Hobby. Okay, here's. here's, <laughs> <laughs> here's I will say when she was when we found out she was a girl, uh -huh. I literally had my first thought was like, "Cool, she's not going to be a rapist. She's not going to be a school shooter. She's not going to yeah. murder us in our sleep. Wow. She may date a goth kid or a gangbanger <laughs> that will come and murder us for her, but like the odds <laughs> of her doing it directly uh -huh. just exponentially go down. It's just a huge sigh of relief. It's a crazy. That's a depressing. But what a weird but honest initial thought to have it was true it was like but and then the the sad part is but i am gonna have to teach her about rapists and about yeah. the, but you, you know, even the, having that thought now with her being as little as she is is so much more important than like later on like her an accident or something causing the effect of you having to teach yeah, her yeah, yeah, i'm yeah, excited that, that she's a that she's gonna be a woman yeah well i mean if it's she, her choice as long as, as she chooses as, as, whatever as, i'm just <laughs> glad that she she has to. Uh, this is she's right now in a political <laughs> minefield. Can you guys feel it listening All at home? I'm saying is, I just I'm glad I didn't have a boy. <laughs> <laughs> she stepped out of the minefield. <laughs> okay, well, I just think it's going to be an interesting time to like be. I think yeah. you know, it's it's just fun. And to be for your women. strong woman in entertainment, which like I said, is hard to do. So I think to it's going to be, be even like, easier for her to be a woman. That's, and I think that's an exciting time. That's super exciting. And in line with what you guys do with couples on stage talking about pet peeves and things you love, what is the worst trait of each other that she could pick up? That's oh, so great that you asked that because I was just about to ask him that. Right. <laughs> Murderer. That's, what, Murder. okay. yeah, that's, that's a deep question. No, she's asking you which of your traits do you hope she doesn't. Oh, no, oh. I was saying each other's because you make people talk about each other's pet peeves on stage. That like, oh, what's, I see. Okay. For what's Natasha, what's Moshe's pet peeve that you hope that she doesn't pick up? That's a good good question. Oh, I, that's an excellent question because mm -hmm. I already know the answer. <laughs> Let me okay. guess. That has something with cupboards i just <laughs> really hope that she's not messy oh okay because i just feel messy like, in a dirty way or messy in like a cluttered way like she can never find anything and disorganization very disorganized okay she's a she's not gonna be a guy uh <laughs> so she should be okay i just want her to be neat okay and tidy and help me pick up after things there you go. like so i you want just to help, help. <laughs> <laughs> okay so then like a more positive like what's the best trait she could pick up Ooh, thank emotions you. <laughs> yeah there's so many oh thank you i would say his his uh brilliant sense of humor oh thanks because, because i want her to pick up his intelligence and his humor together all right. That's really sweet. Okay, so let's get back to the negative. Moshe, what's the worst <laughs> trait that she could pick up from Natasha? Ooh. Um, geez. <laughs> I don't know how... Uh, I thought this was not too deep. <laughs> it's evolved over the years. We've been doing it oh, five no. years. It's now, it's now called <laughs> I too can't, deep. I, yeah, I can't ask people how many fingers they would want to be hot dogs for that long anymore. <laughs> She's just going in. <laughs> I got to do it for myself. Um, there is a thing that Natasha does that where um, uh, all of a sudden there will be like four large furniture movers at the front door with a big <laughs> piece of antique furniture. And I'd be like, you hope she does. You hope our toddler doesn't buy antiques. I'm, like, why, I'm sorry. Our newborn. Why are there? Why are these men here with a, a chaise lounge? And she's like, Oh, you, Oh yeah, no, I'm putting that in the, 
directly in your bedroom. You didn't know about <laughs> so that? So you hope she's it's an a Ikea girl. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> okay, so then best quality. From Natasha, you know, I think what we're talking about is I, I really am hyper conscious of the fact that uh, that I'm thinking a lot about women and girls yeah. and, and, and also boys right now just in, in, in having a newborn girl and like – I, there's a lot of messaging and like you're a very powerful woman and you're a very powerful woman. Thank you. I'm a very powerful woman as well, I, yeah. I would assume. But I, 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 the message of the that the world tells little girls is like sort of be quiet, be shy, be demure. Mm-hmm. And like Natasha's so gregarious. I so, scared babies with my laugh. Yeah, so glamorous, <laughs> so loud and powerful yeah. that I really, I really... I know, I Confident. hope, and I know that she will get that trait from Natasha and she will be like a dynamo. And that's what I hope. That's, what if she goes the other way? It, it's possible. She rebels against her mom's she, like, being courageousness. Super yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, who is this girl? <laughs> I mean, okay. She be- wants to get her feet bound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time, the time is now. Uh, speaking of being like that courageous, you did a spread for Hustler magazine while you were eight months pregnant? Let's not use the word spread because it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, Honestly, I didn't you realize did some, some, you did photo, some photo shoot. art pieces. <laughs> I didn't for... realize Hustler was like that. Like, I didn't know it was like spread open. Can you swear on this? Of yeah. course. Yeah. yeah. Pussy. Like, I didn't realize it was going to be. Well, you're but you didn't between. do that. No, you got clarified. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I did. She's like, so, I mean, I did it, but I was like, <laughs> very uncomfortable. They sent me the magazine and the magazine, like, I had to look through so much, like, spread open pussies to get to my piece. Natasha's yeah. is like. PG thirteen. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just like yeah. in my living room. That's why I was like, oh, maybe Hustler's image has changed. That this is like, you know, they're funny <laughs> and like tongue in cheek about like how gross they used to be. No, they were like, you can pose however you want. Oh, that's fun. So, so you was- chose like. Just no cooter shots directly. <laughs> What's a cooter? A cooter. Uh, it's, 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 the, it's, the, it's where this. Frida came from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, my, it's just a cute. I've never heard anyone it. describe it as a cooter. You never heard cooter? Really? Cooter. I like it's my it. favorite way to call a vagina. It just sounds cute. What, are some, of your, what are some of your least favorites? Uh, Mine's like the JJ flaps. Oh, but JJ. Yeah. JJ, you lo- you hate on a, an aesthetic level, right? Yes, yeah. I, I heard Andrew Dice Clay describe it as a slice. Oh God! Oh God! Jeez. Yeah, that sounds. That well, I'm hurts. just trying to think of what's the best and the worst way Tom, to describe Tom Stopper, it. Tom Stoppard in uh, in Woodpecker, whatever, called it a uh, a peach fish. I thought that was nice. Wow, that's descriptive. He also called it carnal embrace, so he also Sex. is sophisticated. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a sophisticated. <laughs> yeah, that's some great adjectives. Still we like are you. always Pecker. talking about Tom, Tom Stopper. As you know, we are from <laughs> the stage. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have okay, you have three dogs in total? Yeah. Okay, yes. how, what's the baby versus dog scenario now? Do they get along? Do Is it weird? We just don't like them anymore. Okay, oh, no. are they upset that you guys have shifted your attention? Well, there's one of our dogs. Two of our dogs are just like the kind of like grateful to be here types. Right. You know? Also, I thought you guys only had one dog and was photoshopping it multiple times in your photos. <laughs> they do look are similar. they all the same breed? <laughs> no, but well, yeah, they're all white <laughs> they're, chihuahuas. They're all okay. white chihuahua street dogs. Okay. Dog, right. Street dogs. Gotcha. But one of the dogs, Natasha's dog, my dog is they're like all a, from the street, though. Yeah. But my dog is like a, a prison trauma case okay. you know he's just like like yeah. he was just about to get executed at a like in san francisco at, at the, the pound, pound yeah, and no, then Moshe rest, came in re- re- i don't think they oh. call it execution <laughs> if he's a prison dog <laughs> what do they it's call a little it? tiny electric chair instead of the phenobarbital <laughs> <laughs> last meal uh, but honestly, for a call from the governor i'll have kibble yeah the, <laughs> who's the Steak. governor of dogs but you see Air why Bud. they why they picked him <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he's just like I like I said, grateful to be there. Okay, uh, and but her her dog Mayor Cutie is like somehow <laughs> somehow a show dog that was found she's in a, a dumpster. She's half Lhasa Apsa and okay. and Shih Tzu and and half Shih Tzu. So she, but she also has some Chihuahua. Okay, and she's like, but she's half purebred and straight up. A, <laughs> All dogs are like half or some no, part. No, but we children. got our DNA tested, and like for six generations on one side, they're all. Oh, you did the those DNA test for the dog? Shih Tzus. Well, 
So, Those are expensive. So she's like a, a bit of a bitch, you know? And <laughs> so she knows what her it. breeding is. Yeah, and she has an IMDb page, straight up, not a joke. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, she was on three seasons of Another Period. Right, right, right. Okay. And she definitely knows it. And so she's a little put off by the baby. Like, I think her... She's her, upset that the spotlight is shifted. That's right. Okay. And a little confused. Yeah, okay. she's like, um, uh, what's that That lady in Sunset Boulevard? Norma Desmond. Norma Desmond. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still big. It's the pictures that got small. Uh, exactly. But now you have a full household, which must feel a little bit nuts or fine. It's uh, it's nice. I I mean, it is nice. I, it's pretty fun. But, and I, we have a nanny. Right. And I want to talk about the nanny for a second because you guys weren't able to be here last time because nanny was missing. Right. Which, nanny went missing. Nanny no. went missing. What happened go, to nanny? We were all nanny very concerned. She got I, executed. No, I, 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 had, I, was been, I had been watching a lot of true crimes documentaries at the time and I was like, we got to find out about the nanny. Where is she? What's going on? Actually, that one was actually weird because it was... Uh, an hour and a half of straight up missing but nanny. Here's my question. How do you choose a nanny? What's the process of this? Like, how do you go? I trust this thing. I just like had in my stomach growing. It, it's pretty simple. You, 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 you find a, a, a group of, of people that are willing to do the job yeah. and then you ask each of them uh, what their hourly rate is and then the lowest <laughs> one that's what you choose <laughs> okay that's... Moshe no no how do we choose <laughs> Moshe was like when she was two weeks old trying to like go on you know Craigslist to find a sitter <laughs> which is where they're all hiding all the good ones oh, and I'm like I think we Craigslist. need to like meet someone spend some time with them make yeah. sure that we trust them but then they did the Fosta Fosta Act or whatever, where they took down all the sex worker ads, so we weren't able to find oh, anybody yeah, yeah. Exist anymore. And they're taking away misconnections, so you right. can't get in on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking for you, nanny, qualified, me. <laughs> <laughs> How do we pick her? I don't know. Grace, you have a good laugh. Oh, thank you. I, I, I scream laugh. It's from my dad. It's so, a dynamo thing, though. It's good. Thank you. I like, I, like I mean, I enjoy when people laugh, so I feel like it's a gift in a lot of ways. I'm sure you guys get that feeling when you're on stage and you're like, why, why, guys? You all chose to be here in the audience. Why not make any noise? That no, I don't know Well, what because you mean. not everyone laughs. <laughs> what, are you, yeah. what are you describing? Uh, have you ever been to a bank? I mean, <laughs> you perform at banks? Yeah, yeah. It's it's real sad. Well, Fargo's uh, a trip, though, right, guys? What do you do for a living? Oh, I know what you do. You yeah, work I here just at this bank. Stand by the ATM. It's really, really great. Um, but what? I mean, there must be stuff now. Um, I don't want to like I have a ton of Twitter questions that we're going to get into that are more about like comedy driven stuff. Um, but for you guys being a couple that does comedy, do you have a project that you'd want to work on? That's like a dream scenario. I'm sure the special was something that you guys are obviously proud of and like was a cool thing to do together. But is there like I think like down the road, we'd really like to do a travel show. Oh, yeah. We and do like have an idea travel. for a travel show. That's a great idea. With our baby. And like because whenever we travel. Have you taken the baby on the plane? How old? We're can about be- to go on a 10 day RV trip with Whoa. the newborn. That just I got full of anxiety <laughs> for you. I know. Moshe was like, we haven't been on a vacation in a while. I'm like, this sounds like a dare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so much stuff you have to bring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, she can't fall asleep unless she's being bounced on like an exercise ball. Yeah. It, what What's it, the dumbest thing you've bought for the baby so far? Oh, that's a good question. Dumbest thing. Oh, uh, Natasha, three months before the baby arrived, bought mm-hmm. a hairbrush. And I was like, the baby, like a baby specific, like a Barbie brush. The baby's gonna be bald. (laughs) (laughs) They're all bald. No, Moshe got mad because I prepared for the baby. He was like, Uh (laughs) yeah, he's like, we can be a human. Yeah, he comes out. We can just go online as we need stuff. And I'm like, I'm Uh, gonna be in survival mode. Like, I don't want to have to be like googling what's the best hairbrush to buy or not have like Tylenol on hand just in case. It has been a bit of a a Jack Spratt and his wife type of situation. Because mm-hmm. like my whole my whole orientation with the baby is like let's just chill, let's not stress. Let, and then she's got like what do they call it? Uh, motherly instincts to protect, <laughs> oh, right. protect yeah. the child or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, but I actually think it's a good. Ba- I think that's a good balance in a relationship is that one partner should be like let's not stress, and the other should be like okay, let's 
definitely pay attention to every detail so that you can then kind of find a baseline and of non-anxiety. And then that baseline, we dictate it to the nanny and she does it. And she does it. That's good. Yeah, third parties. Speaking uh, of hair, though, I will say I was pretty impressed with how much hair our baby had at first. I was like, oh, we've kind of got like a nice like... Yeah. You know, and then this Asian couple walked by. Oh, with, no. Their child had fucking lamb chops, <laughs> a pompadour. It's a two-day-old baby. Because they let you do a stroll around the hospital. Thick, yeah, wait, what? Beautiful. What? They just, let you do like a baby parade for no, your child. No, like, when you have a C-section. It's called the hair comparison. <laughs> when, <laughs> when you have a C-section, you're in the hospital for like three days. So, right, they, right, so right. to get exercise, you Ugh. roam around the halls pushing your baby. And then other people are pushing Which their babies. Which is literally what little girls do with fake babies. Right. Yeah. Strollers. Yeah. I know that Asian family was just walking their child around the hospital, but it did feel like they were showing <laughs> off a little bit. It definitely felt like, look at this baby and how perfect it's hair. It was unbelievable. Did you guys, because I've seen the baby on Instagram, do you guys have a, like, how much or a little you want to post about your child kind of scenario? Like, unspoken rules of, like, we got to keep her offline a little bit. Like she might get recognized at a playground. Like she might, it might go to her head. Yeah, she, TMZ might like I be hanging out outside have... of her Jewish day camp. She, <laughs> she doesn't Ask have... her for her opinion on, uh, on she... Palestine. <laughs> oh gosh. And she's probably more well-spoken than so many others on TV right now. The, um, but she doesn't have her own Instagram, which right. honestly I felt a sense of pride for you guys about. I was actually going to not do any pictures. Sure. But then she was so cute. You couldn't tell. It's not that she's so cute because she is so cute. <laughs> but the thing is what I realized <laughs> is that no one cares. Hmm. Like I, I realized that with w watching there's some comedians that always post pictures of their dogs. And I'm like, oh, I get it. Like you love your dog so much and you think it's so cute that you think everyone else will go like, oh, that's so cute. But they don't. They're yeah. like, oh, it's a dog. They do with Mayor Cutie. But if you can do <laughs> – my rule is funny. If I can find a funny picture, right. I'm down. If, I, if not – I, I will. I'm not. I'm never going to put your a, standards. I'll never put a picture up that's just like, look at this adorable child. No, it will never be any sense of sincerity at all whatsoever. It's not what my Instagram's for. Right? Right. Sincerity's for the home. Sincerity's <laughs> for just Alexa to hear that's in the right. background yeah. in your house. Uh, but also, congrats. You did get a cutie. Oh, thank and, you. Because sometimes they can come out not cute. That's true. And you guys got a good one. You know what helps? A scheduled C-section? scheduled C-section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and when we get back, we have a bunch of Twitter questions for you guys that I hope that you will um, be obliged to answer. So we'll be right back with Moshe and Natasha. Yay! This episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Flex Fits. Did you know that products you use to manage your period can sometimes make issues like cramping and bloating worse? Well, Flex is a life-changing new product that completely replaces tampons, pads, and menstrual cups and gives you the most comfortable period of your life. Flex can be worn for 12 hours, is easy to change on the go, and allows you to live like you're not on your period. It's not a tampon or a cup. It's a flexible disc that fits perfectly inside your body. Once in place, you can't feel it at all. It's a truly innovative product that can relieve cramping, works against leaks, odor, and irritation, and allows for a mess-free period sex session. If that's something you're into, Flex is a completely body-safe product. It's FDA-registrated, hypoallergenic, and made without BPA, without phthalates. I'm learning to say this word correctly, if that means anything to you. Latex or silicone. Uh, it's the only internally worn product that's not linked to TSS. Celebrate! Have the most comfortable period of your life. Go to IHateTampons.com now and use promo code GRACE to get an additional 30% off your first purchase. You heard me right. Use promo code GRACE at IHateTampons.com for 30% off flex. IHateTampons.com Not, not too deep. What's GRACE this episode of Not Too Deep is brought to you by Tomboy X. If you know me, I've talked about this a billion times. I'm a sports bra, comfortable underwear kind of gal, and they fully understand that concept. It's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel confident, underwear that has more frills than function, underwear your mom got you to fem you up in some sort of way. It's time to wear underwear that's made to fit you and how you see yourself, and that is Tomboy X. They have everything from bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, and boy shorts to soft bras and racer back bras, all in everyday basic colors and fun seasonal prints and 
size options from extra small to 4X. So regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody can feel comfortable in. And I can attest to this. Their products are awesome. And you've heard me talk so much, too much, to too much length about the fact that I am proud about being a sports girl and they are trying to make that world um, more accessible and exciting and comfortable and confident in its own way, which I am fully behind. So go to tomboyx.com slash grace and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. Not too deep with grace. Listeners get an extra 15% off with the code grace, G-R-A-C-E. Again, that's just the code grace, G-R-A-C-E for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to tomboyx.com slash grace. We're back. Okay, um, before we get into into Twitter questions, I'm going to ask you guys the two questions I ask every single guest that's been on the podcast. And the first one is, who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Okay, classic question. Yeah, this is as political as we get. Uh, Chef Boyardee. Oh. I feel like he would appreciate that, you know? (laughs) Maybe Mussolini to make it a little more poignant politically. Sure, sure. (laughs) Cold spaghetti. Uh, Christopher Hitchens. Okay. Because he said women aren't funny. Yeah, it'd just be funny to throw spaghetti at him. But it'd be funny, even though, though he didn't mean it or whatever the thing is. And he's like, "This is your answer to women aren't funny? You throw cold spaghetti at me? You just carrot top me with this comedy right now?" <laughs> well, you she just said it, my point. It would be fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be Super fun. fun. Okay, the other question I ask everyone is to tell us your worst pants shitting story or mm. like close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. Okay. So mine is college jogging front lawn. Okay, got it. Yeah. Mine didn't happen to me because I'm a lady. Right. <laughs> but it happened to someone else. Okay, so. you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to okay. say that story. Um, uh, f- only three words? Or three, three words small or phrases. three small phrases okay. or a mix. Second row comedy show. Oh, no. Okay, Ugh. well, no follow up questions. <laughs> it was an old man. Uh, uh, I mean, and he stood up and was like, "I ha," and then his his like brother in law was like, "He just shit his pants." <laughs> no, what? Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! Life on the road, yeah. The glamour, the glamour <laughs> of it all. I heard I heard a great story uh, that a girl once told me that she was at a party. She was so drunk and trashed that mm-hmm. she walked outside to pee, and then she was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna shit." <laughs> So she shit. She's outside. People are seeing it. She shit, and she's like so embarrassed that she goes into her purse to grab. She needs paper, toilet paper, and she has only has a book. And she's so drunk and embarrassed that she gra- she just rips pages out oh and starts gosh. wiping. And it's the end of the book. She was like two thirds of the way through, but she like grabbed the wrong side of the book. So it's like, but also like, what a specific noise to not draw attention to yourself, just ripping pages out of a book. Oh god, um, my- I've never been that drunk. Well, that's oh, a bad sign. Yeah. yeah. You're right. shitting outside of a an establishment. <laughs> if you think you're going to take a piss and then it goes you awry. You should never drink again. Right. Yeah. That, right. That's, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, uh, car, not going to make it. Made it. <laughs> a success story. Yeah. A story of triumph. Right, right. God bless. Um, okay. So now we have some Twitter questions for you guys. Um, Jaquito wants to know, is there any specific joke you guys cut because it made the audience too uncomfortable? Oh, interesting. Good question. Yeah, because, I mean, how much time, you guys do 30 minutes each and then you do like 30 minutes together, but how long are you taping for the whole time? Pretty much everything that we did got in, but the thing, the time where I would always lose the crowd is I had a joke about getting an abortion and, or no, the opening oh, the, of your set? No, no. Because yeah. <laughs> <Like>, that killed. <laughs> no, where? when was it? There was something that didn't get a laugh. Oh, maybe the Freegan thing when I would say that... Uh, oh, shrimp or baby arm? Yeah. Oh. When I would say... <laughs> oh, right. Because <laughs> you guys shot in Texas? In Austin, in yeah. In Austin. Why there? Uh, well, there were... we. When you're getting ready for a special, mm-hmm. you're like reserving good markets. I feel right. like you know? honestly, it's kind of because of that reason you just said because they're not too politically correct, so they will laugh kind of at everything. And we we hate PC culture <laughs> yeah. as a family. No, but they, they yeah. Won't yeah. Be afraid. that's your religion. Yeah. Every like, night you don't we talk someone... about the, the ills of PC culture. <laughs> no, but if you have stuff that's a little dark and you're in maybe San Francisco, sure. people are afraid to laugh. That would sure. that would kind of be bad. So you yeah. kind of knew that that's just a good audience. Also, that venue we had done a. a 
Natasha hosted and I was performed on uh, a South by Southwest special that okay. w- had taken place at that venue during South by Southwest. Oh, cool. And so we knew that that venue had like good kind of energy. Good vibes. Yeah. And also so, kind of an anniversary for yeah, you guys kind of there. A thing. That's sweet. So it was either there or Seattle. And in the end, I think d- uh, Texas just won out. I was well, just looking for a short flight. There you go. Uh, because yeah. I was eight months pregnant. <laughs> yeah. I love that Austin. It's one of my favorite cities. It was great. We did yeah. the next night. We took, we took an extra night. We were staying at one of Natasha's favorite hotels and we like, we're so stressed out. There's so much pressure when you're doing a special. And then yeah. so the next day we went to this restaurant we were really love in Austin. And then we went, we saw that there was a, a big screen screening of Titanic and Titanic, what? the film from 1991 uh-huh. or something. Sure. So we went and watched Titanic in the, in the movie theater and it was a very nice. <laughs> it seems like with Mayor Cutie. Yeah, she, was, she, was there. she was on tour with us. She had a little part. That's right. Oh, and she hadn't seen the movie, I'm sure. So I hadn't was, seen the movie. You had never seen Titanic? No. What did you think? It's, it's good. It's undeniable. Does it stand up still? Yes. Yeah, yeah, at the end. Especially. It goes fully <laughs> <upward>. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have seen. I mean, now that you've seen it, you haven't. You have to go look at the memes online. I think BuzzFeed did it of like all the variations of how Jack could have fit on the wooden raft with her <laughs> at the very end. It's like people actually laying on the floor, showing you exactly how big it was. I um oh I to answer Jack Qu- J- J- Jaquita's Jaquita's question. Mm-hmm. There was a joke in there where I, I I talk about my mom a lot in the special. Right. And on the road, I was doing a, my mom super doesn't care about anything I say on stage, uh-huh. but uh, she's also deaf, and so sometimes she's reading a translation, uh, and so, <laughs> it's, so it's, yeah, things the... can be taken literally. And there was a line that I said because I, I keep saying like my mom was great. She was awesome. And then I go, oh, I don't know why I keep referring to my mother in the past tense. And people, you know, she's very much alive. People would laugh and I go, uh-huh. I guess I just wish she was dead. And <laughs> it was a joke that worked on the road. But then I just imagine my mom reading that and not reading it literally, literally, and just not go, not being able to translate the sarcasm of it. So oh, I was just, yeah. I did cut that out, actually. Did uh, she make any mention about the special? What was her review? Did oh. she see it? I don't know. Yeah, I bet she saw it. I mean, my mom is like, she has no, there's no like that was inappropriate. It's just like, oh, my darling boy. Oh, <laughs> what beautiful. I love the honeymoon special so much. Oh, well, that's super sweet. Has there ever been a, <laughs> a joke separately on the road that you guys have been like, oof, that one really bombed? Oh, I'm sure we, I'm sure. I'm sure you bury it deep down and don't yeah, think about it remember. ever again. It was a car not going to make it, didn't make it. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I have a question. So you converted to Judaism before you got married, mm-hmm. and you talk about that in the, in the special. What? So what was that like? Grace and I were we we grew up Roman Catholic. Catholic, yeah. Went to Me CCD, too. got all the sacraments, yeah, and then ditto. like skipped out on it. Yeah, and so we're I just mean, now non stay Now we're just non-practicing That's, Catholics. No, it was the weirdest because my, my parents got... lapsed Catholics. Yeah, yes, my parents got Catholics. divorced and my mom would still, because of like Catholic guilt, would take me and my family like to my brothers and I to, to church every weekend. But then she couldn't receive like the communion yeah. because she was divorced and like in the eyes of the church, like no longer allowed to it was the weirdest thing and i remember just being like 10 years old being like what the fuck is going on why can't she eat this gross stale cookie <laughs> which is like, not the kind of language priests like when you say that not yeah. at all. what the fuck is going on i know why can't my mama eat this stale cookie i know and then i found out my younger brother was gay and it was a whole nother level of this religion's weird they're like you really can't eat this yeah, stale cookie. yeah you but really if shouldn't you come be over here. here you can come on it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as Cath- as growing up, Cath- you guys grew up Catholic. Don't you feel that we're we're kind of evolving past Catholicism? Yeah, yeah. apparently the Pope sure. is cool, but that that is true. That is true. Yeah, the he new is. Pope. Which but I think something's going to evolve because people, you know, your mother was what a single mom. My yeah. mom too. Like they they're looking for something. They hope they can true. find some strength. But, and she was also know. raised super Catholic. She has like eight brothers and sisters. So it's just this thing that's like ingrained in you. It's like almost cultish in this way. And then you like start to have self awareness about the world and yourself existing in it and then you're like this I, is weird well, look I, I, just as the only, as the non-catholic here yeah. i will say that of a lot of the christian religions there there's a lot of real backward stuff in catholicism but there's also some really like uh, inspirational parts of catholicism that other christian sects don't have mm-hmm. you know liberation theology and the stuff that the priests do with like the poor in south america yeah. is like Compared to like the anti-immigrant fervor of American evangelical Christianity, oh, yeah, like I'm sure. kind of like, even though I get how 
traumatic Catholicism. I've seen the documentaries. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. But there's something about those liberation theology people in yeah. South America. It's like, these people are revolutionaries. And at least they... There's something about Catholicism also like being anti-death penalty. I've, I've yeah. always thought yeah. like there's that something cool in that in that and the, also theology. Yeah. Christianity in general is which Catholicism falls under. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's really about like I mean the the main thing is like turning the other cheek. So yeah. I think it's like a very it's a very peaceful message if you really do study it. If, and Judaism just feels a little more intellectual it. and like you can ask questions. Like I felt like when I was in Catholic school, you couldn't ask any questions and everything was just oh, how yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. And, and then it, it sounded so stupid Yeah, that you're like, I can't be a part of this. Yeah. And well, to Jack's question, like the process you guys were saying in your specials seemed pretty arduous to convert For to sure. Judaism. 19 four-hour classes. It's not <laughs> a joke. crazy. Yeah, it's, it's really intense. And, yeah. was that, and is that true that men have to get recircumcised? That is true, yeah. If That's you, crazy to yeah. me. That's it, why yeah. the class was all women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Because they don't have to do anything. <laughs> right. It's crazy. Just I mean, carry babies. Recircumcised is probably... I know, that's that yeah. actually. They do <laughs> have to do that. That's, those, those are the tenets of Judaism. Keep Shabbat and have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look for bargains. Look for bargains. <laughs> Recircumcised wouldn't be the exact right. Well, it's like if you are an American male, chances are you're already circumcised. So if you decide mm-hmm. to convert, then you you have to do like a ritual, like bloodletting situation on your dick. It's pretty, Ugh. it's kind of like, wait, what? what? It's very <laughs> difficult for an outsider to hear that and go, wait, this is like a spiritual tradition? Like, <laughs> yeah. Why? Right. I'm so glad we didn't have a boy. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you'd that, have to make that decision. And I am too. That's so nice. Oh, yeah. That's what would crazy. you have done, Mosh? I can't. I would definitely have circumcised him, per, but with by myself at but, home. But we're <laughs> just Pinterest DIY. DIY. Pinterest. <laughs> also, what's funny is traditionally the Moyle does like really bad jokes too. While he's like, they're really? always funny. They're, they're always really? like they're bad funny, comedians. but they're always like, yeah, like, cracking wise. And and then they're there to and then don't they have to like bite it too? There's some weird what? tradition in ultra ultra orthodoxy that I, I honestly don't understand this and don't want to talk about it. You don't have to. <laughs> but it's something to do with like making the blood flow with their mouth. I, I don't really I mean, understand there's it. There's also the wow. wait, what's the what the women eat the placenta of the baby after? That's right. Never yeah. understood that one either. Lasagna? <laughs> yeah, lasagna. Did you do that? We have lasagna like every Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have Shabbat and then lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> I did get my placenta like made into pills and then Moshe rolled his eyes so hard at it that I never you really it took them. Into because they pulverize oh. it and then put it into pills. And I gave it, him like 500 bucks. And our friend and then, our friend our wow. friend does smoothies so she didn't have it pulverized she like had it like oh I can't even (laughs) Moshe was so grossed out by it that I just threw them away it's disgusting and it's also pseudoscience it's not real I don't understand what the I don't understand the the, like the origin the logic is I had some friends say that that put them in a very good mood Oh, so it's like alcohol and cocaine yeah, right. and like yeah. 10,000. A good cocaine. record will do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or it's that either it made Led Zeppelin them- 4 or Lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they said it made them not have the depression. I mean, oh, but okay. I'm sure there are other oh, benefits okay. that I didn't really pay attention pure, to. Pure pseudoscience. The idea <laughs> is that the, the placenta, and this is true. You is don't like, think circumcision is pseudoscience? I don't think it's science. <laughs> it's, not even, it's not even pretending to be. Right, right, right. Uh, but no, the, the placenta is like the, uh, nutrient provider to the baby. So it's like the barrier of some, like all the nutrients. So it's holding like the omega amount of nutrients. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And so then you take that and you, you know, you make it into a pill. So then you get those nutrients, but they've, they've studied it and it's not. Take a multivitamin. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't read all the studies. I've read the one that said that it's unsanitary and unhealthy. <laughs> that was enough for me. That's all I need. And shut my laptop and put it away. No, it's actually forward it to my wife, shut my laptop and push it away. He also forwarded me a great study when I was pregnant, a Jamaican study that you could smoke pot while you're pregnant. It was, but it was Jamaican. It was kind of funny that it was Jamaican. So I used yeah, that study. What? I would always read that and be like, you know, I think it is okay. Yeah, I, all I need is one website to tell me 
my bad behavior is okay. Yeah, and then right? it's A-okay. What was the Google search that led you down that K-hole to get to that website? <laughs> well, I was on Special K. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. We were talking about, because there's, there's no research about pot, actually. But also there must be an insane amount of just baby carrying research in general to sift through. And I don't know how you even figure out what's true, what's fake. Well, I was just telling Moshe that I like hanging out with other moms right now because I yeah. just like steal what they do. Yeah. You know, like they, yeah. they have You're this like, toy that's like <laughs> the baby. I'm like, cause I don't know how to buy toys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the baby wants. And then my other friend said, just Google things, Google games to play with a three week old or a three, three month old. And sure. so, not three week old, like three month old. Yeah. Cause I don't have any instincts for it. I'm just not like, for that, not for that sort of thing. And they say you have to constantly talk to the baby. So it's like awkward. <laughs> like, so you're doing your own podcast at this baby <laughs> every of, day. And it's like, day. you know, 6 a.m. So you're kind of like, so. you don't want to talk. <laughs> they're, they're bored. You're just on a bad date constantly with your child. <laughs> sounds wonderful. I thought I found Googling in general. I was trying to discourage Googling in general when it came to the baby uh-huh. because I read in this book, uh, that book bringing up baby which is about like uh how people raise their kids in france versus how they raise them in america it's, it's is it good. dramatically different oh it's crazy different okay. and i'm like i guess i'm french <laughs> <laughs> like like Pari- parisian mothers don't carry cheerios around in their purse for their right, kids like the kid coddling, has to right? wait yeah. Yeah. the kid has to wait for lunch yeah oh, and they, okay. they and don't have like so... cheez it's and like yeah you know. they give them like herbs de provence or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, in courses but like four thing, courses one thing they said was that american the, the american attitude toward everything to do with the baby is here's a thing I need to find out if there's a problem with this I need to to actively search if this is dangerous and the French thing is the opposite is like I'm gonna keep I will just give you the thing until I find out until a problem presents itself or just like I I, yeah we we realize this is dangerous yeah but we're not like constantly searching what's dangerous what's dangerous which is to me so they're a little less worried then all the time I mean that's not the only difference yeah but that was the one that the primary difference I mean that makes sense I mean I feel like the you know western culture has a state of just like something is problematic something's offensive something is wrong wrong? I gotta find something that's wrong I I agree with your sentiment but I will say France is a big part of Western culture. That was supposed to be a big laugh for us all. <laughs> but it felt cool. You're and like challenging the, no. you know, you're bringing I'm up like, her. She's, my dad was a geography major. He's going to be so upset. He loves this podcast. He's going to be so pissed She's remembering her C minus. Uh, well, I just in yeah, all my daddy it, issues just flooded to my head. As it came I out, I was like, I'm. this is bullying. <laughs> this is, I'm being a bully. Okay. Uh, okay. Your dad listens to your podcast? Not at all. He oh. has no, he watches Sports Center, and that's as technological as he gets. He knows how to turn on the TV in the middle of the night when he can't sleep and that's it Aww. but he's a sweetie Paw. Uh, hi John Helbig I love you um, me too I love you I think you, my dude. dad might listen to all my podcasts yeah. do, does he? I mean he hasn't talked to me about it but I feel like he might <laughs> my dad has never listened to one of my podcasts because he was deaf and he is dead so thanks for bringing that up <laughs> there you go there you oh, wow. go wow two of my all favorite right. qualities in a dad <laughs> <laughs> Posh Country Club wants to know, does Mayor Cutie have any weird habits? Told you she was famous. I know. That's I'm like, yeah. we got a lot of Mayor Cutie questions. Is weird bad? Because most things just about like her are cute. Unique qualities, I would say. Tell her the one non-cute thing. The one non-cute <laughs> thing she does is she starts humping. She does and this. then she gets close to the baby sometimes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> thrusting. It's very bizarre. It's like a weird <laughs> thrusting. She's a woman. <laughs> She's a woman dog. Yeah. And it's like, why is she thrusting like she's fucking? It's so weird. It's my honestly, I, I, now I'm embarrassed. We we said that. Why? She's no, a dog. My dog. I have a dog too. And she's a, a lady. And, you know, she just sometimes like she only recently when she gets too excited about something, does she just start air humping like almost nothing that I'm like, what are you doing? Well, a ba- bring a baby's That's head That's what into I'm that. saying. Like that. What is that looks like? You're watching just a cartoon bomb with like uh, the lit candle end is like getting closer to the bomb. What do you do? I think you kick the dog off the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone wants to know. Oh, okay. I have a question about this. Do the people at the two wheel in love or hate their newfound fame? Because this is a place you talk about in the special that sounds like the most majestically terrible place. It's my on brother's Earth. motorcycle bar. It's right. called the Two Wheel Inn and in you Rockford, read, Illinois. In the special, you read a bunch of very specific reviews the, the, of it. Yeah, they have a Facebook page. Um, 
I think I, I haven't visited it, but I think they did mention in the mess on the message board that, that they, I talk about them. <laughs> Not good or bad. No. Just mention that I they've think been they mentioned. liked it. I mean, it's a little bittersweet because the thing I talk about in the special is they're they were all getting to, they all get together there when someone gets murdered in right. the city and there's a lot of murder <laughs> happening. So it's also kind of So it's a little bittersweet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a pub trivia night. Yeah, bitter yeah. in the murder, but sweet in the murder. So. Sweet in the you know, the community rallies yeah. together. But I had never been to a bar like that before. It like, sounds nuts. I walked in at like five o'clock and it was like full swing, pool, ZZ top extras. <laughs> Like uh, wow. a woman fell down on her stool right next to me and like I couldn't get out. And like her cigarette, <laughs> her cigarette was it's like 430 in the afternoon. Her oh, cigarette wow. was still hanging out. And then I remember the bartender was like, Barb fell again. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the kind of place it was. I mean, why can't Barb's get their shit together? <laughs> but honestly, what help. a great way to spend like a late afternoon. And also <laughs> truly a testament of like, hold on to what matters to you. Keep the cigarette yep. in. In the mouth. <laughs> That's really strong. Uh, Matthew Wells Shag wants to know, or he's demanding, ask them to bring back Tubbin with Tosh. Okay. That is a very, he has good taste. Yeah, we I've seen a, it. It's really funny. We have a talk show on your network, YouTube. I've heard of Papa YouTube, yeah. Papa YT. It's yeah. called Tubbin with Tosh. That's uh-huh. what that uh, Michael Jackson song was about. Yep. PYT. It was about Papa YouTube. Yeah, he was ahead of his time. <laughs> That's yeah. right. He knew everything about YouTube. Yeah, he found it. He was a it. huge influencer. <laughs> yeah, he was a social media influencer. Lots of Snapchat followers. We actually almost did some Tubbin we with Tosh when I was pregnant, and I just couldn't get it together. We- I was just like, <laughs> That's okay. I was too pregnant. <laughs> I felt awful. Yeah. I started to like not want to move. No, I mean, like putting yourself into a hot tub and then like. <laughs> Why? What's wrong with that? While you're that pregnant, feels like a lot to ask yourself to do. No, you thought that would be the funny part was that she'd be pregnant, but then eventually reality hit and we were like, we can't do this. (laughs) They were like, oh yeah, we have a baby growing in our belly. But we're going to do it. Maybe we will. Soon. Hopefully. Good. Maybe we will. We'll see. Keep it vague. (laughs) No one gets. I'm not being like Hollywood. We don't have any plans on doing it at this particular moment, but we may. Well, you don't. You got one guy that's demanding. Okay. So let's do it. The audience is there, guys. Popular (laughs) demand. (laughs) Um, This was a fun response to asking for questions. Shut the fuck up. I love those two fuckers. Ask Tasha about the armless drive through story and ask Mosh about his deaf parents' shenanigans. <laughs> you shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, the, the woman, that, that's a story I used to tell in my stand-up about Rockford, where I'm from, mm-hmm. that there was a story that this woman went through a drive through and she tried to pay, and then the girl at the drive-thru was like, oh, and the woman didn't have arms. She was driving with her feet, and the woman refused to give her her food. She was like, girl, you ain't got no arms. (laughs) (laughs) And then they wouldn't give her her fast food, and she, like, called the police, and that was a news story. (laughs) I mean, that's a miracle that she got through to reward her with her food. My God. Girl, you ain't got no... But what a crazy thing to not give her the food. You think she doesn't need to eat? You work at a fast food restaurant. You're not allowed to drive with her feet. So, you know, she'd probably been working up an appetite. (laughs) It wasn't a Flintstones car. (laughs) I just mean, you know, think of how exhausting it is to go through your day without arms. I can't. I can't. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, this is F. Ken P. Mace that says, shut the fuck up. Um, Ask Moshe about his deaf parents shenanigans. I mean, you talk about in the special a bunch. There's a lot of shenanigans. A lot of shenanigans. <laughs> um, I was thinking of one the uh, just the other day. We were talking about um, my my mom. There's a lot of weird. There's a kind of ignorance around deaf people that people don't really know because you're not privy to that world. Sure. Like you'll go to a hotel to check in, and they'll give you. They'll realize that your parent is deaf, and they'll give you the hotel manual in Braille. And it's like, yeah, that's yeah, not going to nope. work here <laughs> she is not blind. It's, yeah, the ears are the ones. And one time we went to this national park. We were going to camp. Mm-hmm. And the, the ranger said to me, my mom's driving. Yeah. She said to me over my mom, now, can your mom read? And my mom, I told my mom what the ranger said. And she wrote a note and, and handed it to the ranger. It was like, can you? And I thought that was pretty gangster. Oh, yeah. oh I love 
the passive aggressiveness. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, my brother's half deaf, and so it's which ear. Uh, Just kidding. I mean, no, literally, like, I should know this, but it's wherever he sits down next to me is his good ear. <laughs> uh-huh. He sits first, and then you sit wherever. His whole life, he's been deaf. Half deaf, Half yeah, deaf. like since he was in like first or second grade. Does he use ASL, like American no, Sign Language? He can hear. No, he can hear a little bit, but he always gets, and he's really funny and has such dry humor, but people think that he's a bitch because he's like, doesn't, can't hear half the things people say. And so he's like not responding to uh-huh. people ever. Uh, oh, but he has hard. a bad attitude. He, he should get tattooed yeah. on the bad ear. This, this one, one doesn't, doesn't work. Yeah, out of Walk service. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? Because uh, kids are getting face tattoos now. Oh, yeah, he's 20, Perfect. 30. Perfect. He's 30. 20, 30? He's 20, 30. Wow. 30 is a little old. This is how close my brother and I are. I know uh, very vague sort of things about him. He was born in 1980 or 1990? One of the years. <laughs> one of the years uh, back there. Someone said, amazing, just watch their Netflix special. They are the best. Aww. Ask the classic, where would you like to find a piece of ham in a hotel room? Is that a classic? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't We can ask this- that on every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> when I get questions from, when I ask for questions for guests, I get a lot of bizarre questions that I'm, I assume are specific to the guests. And if they're not, then cool. What's the ham question? Ask or the, the classic- ham classic? Where would you like to find a piece of ham I've heard in that a question. hotel room? I've heard that question before. But what does that mean? Because so you're like going to eat you, it? Like if you had to find a piece of ham somewhere in your hotel room, where, where would you, you want to find I it? I know where mine is. Where? Well, we just watched this movie, um, The Lost Weekend, and okay. he's an alcoholic. And so he's always trying to find his alcohol bottles. But the <laughs> coolest place he hid it was out his window with a rope. So that the person comes and like scours the whole place and can't find it. And then as soon as they leave, you take that rope out and you eat that ham. Yeah. And I, because I love my family, I would like to find it inside of my wife. Okay. <laughs> wow. Um, that's very sweet. Isn't that nice? Um, on that note, we've reached the end of the podcast. <laughs> um, I want to thank you guys so much for being here. For people that don't know, where can they find you guys online? Where can they find your special? Where can they find you touring? Specials on Netflix. I got a bunch of it's dates. It's called the Honeymoon Stand Up Special. special yeah. And the two of us. I got a bunch of dates coming up. I got stuff. Seattle on my birthday. I think that's going to sell out pretty quickly because it's a teeny little theater. But I got a bunch of stuff coming up. Cool. Motion Cool. And uh, the special is uh, I do a half hour, he does a half hour, and then together we do our live relationship counseling. So it's a three part special. Three parter. But they're three, you know, it's the length of a full special. Got so, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll love it. Check oh, it out. The oh, honeymoon special. Yeah, come see. Oh, also be in Montreal at the Just for Last Festival. And nice. I think I'm going to Salt Lake and I'm going. And I'm, I'm staying home with stuff. the nanny, that's trying right. to get to know my kid. Yeah. <laughs> fun, fun. Um, well, we give every guest that's on the podcast a specific fortune cookie oh, just cool. for them. Oh, yeah. So we made you guys um, a specific Hold fortune on. that. Do we do this? Whoa. Oh, nice. ASMR, get that. <laughs> Let's see. Wow, this is so long. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> it's. You it's, will find yourself <laughs> inexplicably inside an IKEA. Wait, this is. We have the same fortune? <laughs> the universe decided this. <laughs> you will find yourself inexplicably, inexplicably inside an IKEA, but somehow make it out with zero five. I would never go to IKEA. <laughs> this is like the whole point. Like, I have an assistant who just does IKEA. That's why it's inexplicable. That's all she does. I do everything else, but I had to hire someone. She's called Lady IKEA. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, honorary, it's an honorary photo of you two. <laughs> what a jerk you are. <laughs> roasting the fortune maker. I'm mad because I, I just, just getting. The very of, idea that yeah. I would go to an Ikea. No, <laughs> have you ever been to Ikea, the line you have to wait in? Oh yeah, but they also To have, buy your stuff? Yes. It's a, it's a I weird, love Ikea, but I hate going there. It's and, like the cantina scene in Star Wars when you go into Ikea. It's an worse honorary than honorary photo <laughs> of you two will be put up by the Swedish meatballs for achieving such a feat. And we should be honored. Honored. You should be uh, honored. We should be uh, honored <laughs> yeah. for such a thing. Yeah. Are the meatballs good? I heard they're good. They have, oh, they're uh, so good. Yeah, and they have vegetarian ones now. Oh, That's you know how what? Los Angeles' Ikea has gotten. I'll go to an Ikea. Go check it out. <laughs> Why not? I mean, she hates do- Ikea, but she loves meatballs. <laughs> no, you know what? I love Ikea. I'm going there this week. All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you, Thank for you. Having We'll us. see you guys on another episode of Not Too Deep. Goodbye. Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep, with Grace Helbig. 
This episode of Not Too Deep has been sponsored by Beyond Meat. This summer, step up your grill game with the revolutionary Beyond Burger. This mouth-watering masterpiece is the only plant-based burger that is so meaty, it's sold in the meat case at your local grocery store. It's packed with protein, it's better for you and the planet, and will satisfy even the most ravenous of carnivores. Are you ready to taste the future of protein? Visit beyondmeat.com grace to find a local retailer near you. That's beyondmeat.com grace. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Producer Melissa D. Mons. With writing by Diane Kang. Audio support by Chris Henry. Editing by Melissa D. Mons. And an extra special thank you to Flula for the theme music. Music.